If you found $100 on the street, would you pick it up or keep walking? Of course you'd take the money. So why do you keep picking winners and not betting on them? That's why I go to MyBookie. It's fast, it's easy, and they pay when you win. Let's face it, when you're betting is just as important as who you're betting on. Do the smart thing. If you're gonna bet this football season, bet with MyBookie. Did you know you could bet on games after kickoff? If by the second half it looks like your bet is gonna lose, you can always just take the other side. If you're the kind of guy or gal that likes to bet a little and win a lot, try a parlay. If all your picks come through, you'll multiply your winnings. And no matter how you bet, the NFL season is the best time of year. Join now and MyBookie will double your first deposit. Use promo code BLUEWIRE to activate the offer. That's promo code BLUEWIRE. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. You are listening to the Fangirl Playbook Podcast on Blue Wire, episode number one, and I am your host, Tracy Sandler, here with my co-host, Stephanie McCarroll. This week, we are going to preview the NFL season. Hello, Fangirl Nation, and welcome to Fangirl Playbook. So, of course, we want to hear from all of you who listen each week. Make sure to subscribe to the Fangirl Playbook podcast on iTunes and leave us your review. One lucky reviewer will win some cool Fangirl merchandise. Make sure to screenshot your review on your Instagram story and tag us at Fangirl Sports Network. That's at Fangirl Sports Network and hashtag Fangirl Playbook Podcast for your chance to win and be highlighted in an upcoming episode. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the NFL season is upon us. I am Tracy Sandler, as previously stated, with my co-host, Stephanie McCarroll. Steph, it's finally time, the most wonderful time of the year. It sure is. I'm super excited, of course, about the NFL. It's been a fun preseason, but I'm actually really excited to see some real games, some real hits, (laughs) some real uh, football, and, of course, something that counts. And we've had a little drama this offseason. I'm sure nobody in Pittsburgh is shocked, and actually I'm sure nobody is really shocked, that the Antonio Brown situation in Oakland has been off to a little bit of a rocky start, and that's putting it mildly. Of course, there was the whole issue with his feet uh, and the cryotherapy he did, and so that went wrong. And then after that was now basically helmet gate, I guess we could call it that, He does not like the new helmet. He wants a year, as other players had, to transition out of it, except that that deal expired last year. He's filed multiple grievances. He also, on uh, Hard Knocks, said that the helmet lid was ugly AF. And listen, we said on our fangirl Friday five that we do every week that we don't like ugly hats either. But come on, Antonio, let's get it together and play some football. Right, and you have to you have to protect your head here. I mean, I think there's a reason that the NFL they're tired of the lawsuits, they're tired of the concussion. So you know you have to protect your head. I think that a lot of it's just the drama. I've actually had the cryotherapy done before, and I wear socks and gloves, <laughs> and I'm like, why why was it why do you go in barefoot? <laughs> That's a really really good question because something tells me it was not the first time that Antonio Brown has had cryotherapy since I'm pretty sure they have those in every facility for all 32 teams. And I know he got it in, I think he got it in France is where he got the cryotherapy. Um, But the question is, and this is something I think that'll be interesting to talk about. 
you know, the Raiders, they have the potential to be good. They also have the potential to be a disaster, which I think is true of Antonio Brown. So we've already had all this drama. The season hasn't even started yet. So what happens in week three when Derek Carr is having a bad game or, you know, he's not completing his passes and now Antonio Brown is frustrated? Like, how long do you think before that drama starts? Because I feel like week three, but maybe I'm just being totally pessimistic on it. Well, I, I think that the the Raiders are a lot like the 49ers. I saw that they're like 40 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. I think both teams actually are like right neck and neck, maybe with the Ravens even, to make the wild card. So I don't think that the Raiders are totally um, horrible. I just, you know, that's interesting. But I think Derek Carr is going to have a really good season. And, I, and that's not even counting A.B. So, I mean – Maybe I'm being overly optimistic, but I think he could actually be all right with Derek Carr. They seem to have a pretty good um, rapport. And you know, Derek Carr, this is his second season now with Gruden. I think he's learning the new offense and the way they do things there. And he's certainly, you know, a real big part of the team. Now, I'm not saying that AB's not going to have his uh, issues, but uh, I'm I'm hopeful that this is a right fit for him. I'm hopeful too. I think it would be really fun to watch a successful AB with a successful Derek Carr. I just am concerned about all the drama, but I know Raiders fangirl would be much happier with your take on it uh, than mine. Uh, And then you brought up the 49ers. So why don't we talk about them for a minute as I am 49ers fangirl. So one of my favorite subjects, but I think the 49ers are also a very interesting team and they could go either way. I think they will be fighting for a wild card spot. I mean, obviously they're they're in the same division as the Rams, so they're not winning the NFC West. I don't mean to be a pessimist, but I I'm, I'm real realistic. Yeah, and Seattle, so they're fighting for a wild card spot. But there's a lot of there's a lot of very interesting things going on there. I mean, you have Jimmy Garoppolo back, um, and assuming that he stays healthy, and the three series against Denver aside, which I I really do not think was a real indication of, of who he is, uh, certainly played much better against Kansas City. So assuming that works out, you have a very special defense, at least uh, on the line. Of course, there's the Nick Bosa factor. Can he stay healthy? Um, the secondary is definitely up in the air, but you're going to have a fully healthy Richard Sherman this year. And you could see it even in training camp. He certainly looks different. He looks more like the Richard Sherman we knew in Seattle Um, so that is going to be an interesting team to watch. Of course, a blow of was Jarek McKinnon out second season in a row, just feel terrible for him, um, that he has had now going to have to sit out two seasons with that knee injury, but hopefully they have to do another procedure on it and hopefully that will take care of it and he'll be ready to go next year. But I do think the 49ers are an interesting team to watch. Things are going to have to go right. Um, they can't have a lot go wrong. Of course, things always go wrong in the NFL, but things are going to have to go right. Um, but it'll be interesting. They open the season in Tampa Bay and then in Cincinnati, come home to play the Steelers, and then they have a bye week. I feel very strongly, and I I don't think that this is breaking news or hard-hitting analysis, but I do feel very strongly they have to come home at least one and one Because if they come home 0-2 to play the Steelers, and then lose to the Steelers and go into the bye week 0-3, it's done. So I think it's imperative they come home 1-1. 2-0 would be better, but 1-1 would be ideal. 
Yeah, you know what was interesting about that whole McKinnon thing was, and I was kind of surprised, but it was sort of similar to what we saw with Andrew Luck. The fans really turn against the players really quickly. What do you, What are your thoughts on that? What do I think on that? I mean, I think, honestly, I think it's terrible. It, Jarek McKinnon does not want to be injured two seasons in a row. Jarek McKinnon plays football. That's his job. That's what he loves to do. And it's terrible for a player for that to have happened, for him to have gone come back from ACL surgery and an ACL injury and for him to be out another year is just absolutely awful and heart-wrenching. So, you know, I think it's unfair of the fans. And I felt the same thing with Andrew Luck. I, I understand with Andrew Luck, it's complicated. You He retired 10 days before, a couple weeks before the season started. He, you know, there were a lot of high hopes. There were people who bought season tickets. I totally get that. But at the end of the day, he has been hurt badly so many times. And if I were the fans, I'd be more upset with the Colts for not protecting him for potentially, and I have no evidence of this, but it's possible there. I know there's been talk. Did, did they do, did they not do right by him with these injuries? But at the end of the day, I'd be more upset with the Colts. I can't blame Andrew Luck. I can't blame Andrew Luck for taking care of Andrew Luck as we all need to do. And I was thinking about this the other day. If we were in a job where we were constantly getting hurt and didn't feel like we could do it anymore, you'd leave that job, you know, if you could. So I just think I get the frustration of the fans. I get why the fans are unhappy, but I just think it's unfair to Andrew Luck. And I think it's unfair to Jarek McKinnon. I'm going to say that part again because I think we may have lost for a second. So I understand why the fans are unhappy and I understand the frustration, but I think it's unfair to Andrew Luck and I think it's unfair to Jarek McKinnon. And I think generally when it comes to injuries, players don't want to get hurt. Um, And there are some players who are unluckier than others, but that's not what they're looking for. So I, I do think fans have to be more understanding about that. One of the things that I think is unfair about the Andrew Luck situation is that allegedly he had told the Colts multiple times that he wanted to retire, that he was done, and they really didn't take him seriously. They were trying to put him on IR, do different things, hoping that he would change his mind. So it wasn't something that he just, you know, laid on them, you know, during the preseason. He had been telling them for some time. So I think that was a little unfair and it came across to the fans that he just basically decided on a whim to do it, which wasn't the case. He had really thought about it, and he had just reached a point in his life that it just, you know, was making him unhappy. And, of course, like you said, at the end of the day, you have to be okay with how you feel about your body, your mental health, everything, and you have to take care of yourself. 100%. And so I don't, I don't blame him for that. Um, so we wish Andrew Luck the best of luck, no pun intended. I know a lot of people think that maybe after a year away, he might be back. I don't necessarily think that, but you know, I think he is done. I think Gronk maybe potentially at some point could come back, but I don't think that of of Andrew Luck. So uh, I think it will be interesting to see what he ends up doing, but I don't think that it's going to be continuing on in the NFL. So. 
Before we get into the rest of the AFC South, including Steph's Jaguars, we are going to take a minute for our sponsors. When you're selling online, getting your orders out can be a real pain. That's why you need ShipStation.com. It's the fastest, easiest, and most affordable way to manage and ship your orders. No matter what you're selling, Amazon, Etsy, your own website, ShipStation brings all your orders into one simple interface. ShipStation helps you get your orders out quickly, save money on shipping costs, and keep your customers happy. And right now, Blue Wire listeners can try ShipStation free for 60 days when you use promo code BLUE. There's absolutely no risk. You can start your free trial without even entering your credit card info. ShipStation works with all of the major carriers, including USPS, FedEx, UPS, even Amazon Fulfillment. So you can compare and choose the best shipping solution for you and your customer. No wonder ShipStation is the number one choice of online sellers. You'll ship more in less time with the best rates available. Just visit ShipStation.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in blue. That's ShipStation.com, then enter promo code BLUE. ShipStation.com. Make ship happen. Many of the guys I know use Harry's razors. If you visit their website, you can check out all different shape sets and face care products. Join the 10 million who have tried Harry's. Claim your special offer by going to harrys.com slash bluewire. Why try Harry's? Harry's founders were two regular guys tired of getting ripped off and paying for overpriced razors. Harry's makes quality, durable blades at a fair price, just $2 per blade. If you don't love your shave, let them know and they'll give you a full refund. This summer, refresh your wallet and your face with the Harry's trial set. It comes with a weighted ergonomic handle for an easy grip, a five blade razor with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade for a close shave, rich lathering shave gel that will leave you smelling great, and a travel blade cover to keep your razor dry and easy on the go. Listeners of our show can redeem their trial set at harrys.com slash bluewire. Make sure you go to harrys.com slash bluewire to redeem your special offer and let them know we sent you to support the show. Well, we talked about Andrew Luck and what that means for the Colts. Generally, the AFC South is very up in the air. Steph, your Jags have a real shot, especially, of course, with the Andrew Luck retirement. The Texans also trading Clowney, which was very weird. It was if they called Seattle and said, we would like two lattes for Clowney. And Seattle was like, you know what? We'll give you five. And they were like, great, let's do it. Um, So that was a very strange trade. Uh, They did get Laramie Tunsil from the Dolphins, so we could talk about that as well. Lamar Lamar Miller is out for the season with a torn ACL. So honestly, the AFC South, your Jaguars have a real shot here. Yeah, absolutely. I think they looked really good on defense when I watched in the preseason. I think they drafted really well. Um, The fact that they got Josh Allen is pretty incredible, and the way he looked was just amazing in the preseason. Um, we also have really good players. Of course, we signed um, Miles Jack to a multi-year contract. And also we have Yannick Ngakwe, who is always just a, a beast out there. So I think with everything on defense and with Ramsey in the back, it just seems that everything's going well on defense. The offense is a little bit different. 
I was really nervous about the tight ends, but on waivers, they picked up two tight ends, a fourth running back, or actually two running backs. So that's probably they're going to keep four, which is good because we don't know how Leonard Fournette's going to do as far as his health. So if everything is hitting on all cylinders, I think they really have a shot. And of course, the addition of Nick Foles. Uh, so I think there's been a real, real upgrade at quarterback. No uh, disrespect to Blake Bortles, but I would say it's been an upgrade at quarterback. Of course, with Foles, what remains to be seen is can he recapture the Philly magic? Uh, up until now, Philly's been his best spot. But I think there's something to be said for coming to Jacksonville with confidence, uh, knowing your QB1 and uh, going from there. So it'll be interesting to see how that works out. And I think that they will have a lot of options uh, are there. So that will be very, very exciting. So one thing we have not talked about yet is Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, at the time of recording, he's apparently on his way to Dallas to sign his contract extension, reported numbers of six-year $90 million, even though that has not been confirmed. Um, he had been in Cabo San Lucas up until now, which is really Funny, though, I guess if I were holding out, that's not a bad place to be. Uh, Steph, do you think Zeke is worth those numbers? I'm not sure he's necessarily worth $90 million and the six-year contract's pretty big, especially for a running back. I mean, they take the most hits out of any football player on the field. They get torn up the most, and they you know, usually don't have the longest span of you know, career spans. I mean, yes, there are exceptions to the rule, but um, and maybe he's it. I, I don't know if he should be the highest paid RB right now, but at the same time, I see that the Cowboys really need him in that offense. So, you know, it's you. I guess if he commands that from Dallas and he gets it, then that is what the market value is for him. I mean, that's just what it comes down to. And if, if he doesn't get anything signed today, I think that the, Cowboys will have a bit of a problem. Maybe they can get one game out, but I don't know if they're going to be able to go week two without him. I agree. And I I agree that he may not be worth those numbers and maybe he's not done anything, but I should take that back. Maybe he's worth those numbers. I don't know if he's done anything to prove it yet. However, you're right. The Cowboys office without, Eze without Ezekiel Elliott is not the same. Dak Prescott without Ezekiel Elliott is not the same. They absolutely need him in that offense. So if it's what the market will bear, as you said, if it's what the Cowboys will bear, then, you know, more power to him. Uh, so be interesting to see how that story plays out. But I agree with you. Uh, they're not They may be able to get one, but not two. So they're going to need their guy Zeke back. Uh, so I think we need to talk. And it's so early because no one's played a game yet. But you know that this is my favorite game of my own to play are way, way too early Super Bowl predictions. So we could talk a little about who we see as the AFC and NFC, you know, front runners. You know, in the AFC, the Patriots still going to be there. Kansas City Chiefs um, going to be there. Cleveland Browns, I don't know that they're going to go that far, but they should be fun to watch. And if everything works out, they could be an actually good football team. One thing that I think is going to happen is we're going to see a lot of the same teams, the Chargers, KC, New Orleans, all those same teams that were in the playoffs last year because nothing has really, really changed. The Rams, 
they're all going to be formidable teams. And that was a great playoff last year. And I would, I, I'm hopeful that they're, they all stay competitive in the same way. So I think we're going to see the same ones. And of course, Patriots are always in the mix. But I'm hoping to see some new blood, maybe Cleveland, maybe the Jags in the wild card spot, maybe the 49ers. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows is right. I would say we'll see. I think, you know, assuming they can get a deal done with Zeke, I think the Cowboys are are going to do well. Um, the Saints still going to be there. The Rams are definitely still going to be there. I mean, the Rams may end up even being better. Having that, you know, now the the – the third year and with McVay and Goff really hitting his stride. And I think he learned a lot in that Super Bowl. I mean, I really think the Rams are going to be a force for a while. And I think now with uh, Clowney, I think that does change things for the Seahawks. So um, the NFC is going to be interesting as well. My way too early prediction, even though I still want Patriots Saints, because I think the Brady Breeze Super Bowl is just storybook as they come. I'm going to predict Chiefs Saints. For the Super Bowl. Okay. I I think New Orleans is definitely gonna be there. Or I don't know for sure, but on my way too early because New Orleans and on I'm your September third prediction, they're gonna be there. <laughs> I'm hoping the Chargers are able to make something out of it. I think they had a really bad game and a bad showing in that last playoff series. So I'm I'm hoping and I would love to see a Drew's Drew Brees versus um, rivers. I mean, I just, I think that we're due. I think so too, that the chargers will have an uphill battle if they're not going to have Melvin Gordon, that is going to affect, uh, their offense. So we'll see. And it looks like they're not, but who knows? We shall see. Never say never. <laughs> um, but we are going to end with a new segment that we are going to be doing every week called Fangirl says who's hot and who is not I am going to say that the Cleveland Browns, led by Baker Mayfield and Odell Beckham Jr. and company, are hot. Steph, who's not? Definitely the Miami Dolphins are not hot. <laughs> they are a mess right oh. now. And um, I don't even know what they're doing as far as quarterback is concerned. I really felt that Josh Rosen would have been uh, the starter there, um, but we got Fitz. Magic. <laughs> it's magic. Good old it's magic. I don't know how long that's going to last, but that is an interesting, interesting choice. Yeah, they're about as not hot as they come. I, if I were a Dolphins fan, I would consider maybe taking off this year for football. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know what? I'm going to pretend we're football. Let's get into something else. <laughs> something crocheting, knitting, curling, anything but football. <laughs> um Steph, I am so excited that we are back in business here. Football is back. Uh Fangirl Playbook, you guys, please remember to subscribe on iTunes and leave a review for a chance to win Fangirl merchandise. Screenshot your review in your Insta story, tag at Fangirl Sports Network, hashtag Fangirl playbook uh let me make sure that is in fact the correct excuse me hashtag fangirl playbook podcast hashtag fangirl playbook podcast um and we are so excited to be part of blue wire pods it's going to be an awesome awesome season yes. yes so we will talk to you guys next week thank you for listening and bye everybody enjoy week one